1: I was outraged.
0: Outraged. I can only hear in one ear. What's going on? What? Is it these dumb new headphones? Could be. I hear. No. I hear it on both of them. Oh, that was weird. (laughs) I don't want to brag. Oh, I got a new chair in here. I hate it. Yeah, we're not big fans of change. No. Well, is it? It's sort of like our equipment is very, very simple. Everybody, yeah. you've got your favorite headphones and you've got your favorite chair because you sit in these chairs for hours. Uh, if you work in an office or anywhere, if you came in the next one morning and they'd swapped out your chair for a new chair, you'd be mad because you loved your old chair. Yeah. And,
2: you know, I'm quite fond of this chair, but it's because I I got the settings all just where I, I want it. And I came back in today. And while I was away all last week, someone took it and messed all the settings
0: up. So you probably spent the first four hours of the day resetting your chair.
2: Yeah, I haven't even worked one second yet <laughs> so far, and you were just saying,
0: <laughs> "Okay, this makes me sound like a terrible person." Not terrible, or pet, not petty, but crazy. Oh, no. See, here we go again. No, pointing I, I, the OCD uh, finger at me. Well, maybe a little. No, I came into work one day and. I walked into my office and there's a brand new office chair behind my desk. I'm like, I did not ask for that. And I sat on it. It was terrible. It was one of these. Well, it's one of those white ones. Have you seen those? No, there's a bunch of white ones. Like they're super space, space, agey looking. And they took away my old chair, which I loved. And there were thirty or forty old chairs in the front lobby of the radio station that day. So they had just gone into everybody's office, took your chair, put a new one in there. I sifted through forty chairs to find my chair. There, <laughs> I did get it back, and then I hurled that new one into the sun. <laughs> so, oh, I
2: I appreciate the effort you went through to find your old chair.
0: But I know there's people probably, who, yeah, that sounds a little OCD. It's. You get comfortable and you want your I don't want to have to relearn a keyboard every day when I come in. I don't want to have to relearn I don't want to have to relearn a chair. I just want to come in and get to work. There's nothing more
2: humiliating than you sit in a new office chair and you're not used to how far back it leans, and it goes <laughs> way further back than you think.
0: <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden you're like, ah! Like this one is way too upright. I feel like I, I can't even slouch in this chair. I feel like I'm sitting on a wooden bench.
2: Yeah. And every chair, the knobs and levers are different. Oh. So getting your adjustments right, it's hard to figure out. I mean, this is the biggest first world problem. You'll I ever know it life, is. And people
0: are probably like, mm, I'd sit on a bale of hay and be happy. It would take me a couple of days to get used to it. You just want your bale of hay. Yes. I don't want a new fancy bale of hay. I want the old bale of hay. This one, like this chair came
2: with someone's name on it. Mm-hmm. It, you got a used chair. I got a used chair. Uh, like, I don't know who Karen is, but I've been rocking her chair for months now, and she ain't getting it
0: back. Is that really Karen's chair?
2: Yeah, it says Karen somewhere on Do there.
0: we even work with a Karen? No. Where did that come from?
2: Yeah, I think— uh, I hope Oh, they I didn't. see it on
0: the bottom right there. Yeah. Karen. It's like a—, it's like a Oh, um, my God, they, a label maker, and they labeled it Karen.
2: Yeah, ah. Karen went <laughs> through step. So I hope we didn't spend all this money on brand new chairs, and really we
0: just got old used chairs. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, that's I feel like I'm being a complainer now.
2: I did learn while I was away. I have a, I have a fondness for uh pubs that used to be houses. Oh. Like houses
0: converted into pubs? Yeah, you know, the way they do them in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, I went into one of those in Calgary last week. Except for in Calgary, it was probably like a 1968, 1,100-square-foot bungalow (laughs) that's now a pub. Yeah, it's
2: not like a 1,400-year-old... Victorian. Yeah, like you see in England. Yeah. No, it was definitely not that old. But it was still like an old, small house right in Kensington Pub. Oh, okay. In Calgary. And uh, that's all I want to go now. If If it's not at a bar that used to be a house,
0: I'm not going. Are there any house pubs? In Edmonton, where we are? Sherlock Holmes downtown. Well, that's like a mansion, though. Not really. Have you been in that thing? Once. I went in and I couldn't find a place to sit, so I left. Yeah. Maybe because it's small. Because it's teeny tiny? No, I thought that was a big place.
2: No, and what I like about that is like it's a house right downtown, but on either side of it are really big buildings. Yeah, office buildings. But for some reason, that Sherlock Holmes house has just stayed there forever. It's like the and old I man
0: in Up who refused to give up his house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should open up a bar called Up. Just have a bunch of balloons coming out of the ceiling? Yeah, except for that show got really, really sad, too. So <sighs> yeah. yeah, it was a bummer. Spoiler alert, his wife dies. <laughs> I was going to watch it tonight.
1: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time.
0: Loop City, Loop City, Loop City. Do
2: you think you could make a Loop City out of an old house?
0: Oh, my God. Well, you'd have to drive through the living room. Like, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. To
2: get your oil changed, you have to drive through the living room of some <laughs> random house that's really now a loop city? That'd be pretty cool. I mean, the setup they have now works. Oh, obviously. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's state-of-the-art. And you'd have to do some real structural work to a house, but
0: I think it'd be pretty cool. It's a terrible idea, Bryce. It's a terrible, terrible idea. Not every idea is a good (laughs) idea. This is actually a really bad one.
2: Well, you know what they say? There are no bad ideas in brainstorming.
0: Except for this one right now. Well. This is a terrible idea. (laughs) Uh, But Lube City, they've got 27 normal locations that aren't in, you know, houses that aren't structurally sound
2: Well, when you bring up all the
1: hazards, it's going to sound terrible.
0: Yeah, no, go to one of their state-of-the-art setups. 27 of them, you can find one near you at lubecity.ca.
1: Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly, just two guys watching the world go by. Closing time,
0: (laughs) but you can't stay here. That's exactly how that song goes. I don't remember the words
2: ever. Closing time. One
0: last call for alcohol. So finish Finish your your whiskey and beer.
2: beer. A lot of places will use that song to kind of clear people out at the end of the
0: night. Do they still flick? It's been a long time since I wrote a bar till closing time. Do they flash the lights? Do they turn on the ugly lights? They turn on the ugly lights. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That that can be a real humbling moment. (laughs) But it's a lot tougher when it's a house party. Oh, yeah. You're hosting people at your house? How do you kick everyone out then?
1: You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Uh, Bryce, I was just... This story combines so many of your favorite things, Bryce. Holiday entertaining. Uh Uh-huh. The Drew Barrymore Show. Of course. Martha Stewart. I do like Martha Stewart. So do I, actually. Not a big fan of Drew Barrymore. No, not at all. Not in the slightest. But they were having a discussion, and this is actually an important discussion. When you, you're having a party. Maybe it's a holiday party and uh, it's time for people to go home. <sighs> Ooh. How do you how do you tell them it's time to go home? This is why hosting a party is a nightmare. Attending yeah. a party,
2: great, because you can just slink out the front door, Irish goodbye, smoke bomb, boom. It, disappear out. into the shadows. When you're hosting the party, much tougher to pull off.
0: Well, apparently what Martha Stewart does is she says, uh, she announces loudly, I'm going to bed, I will see you. And then when asked, what if the people are still there? She said, uh, Martha Stewart said, well, just turn off the lights and set the alarm. So she probably has way more trustworthy friends than most people. Yeah, she probably also has uh, some help in the house, if you know what I'm saying. I'm guessing you're probably right.
2: Because I don't have anyone in this world that... uh... If a house full of people, I'd be like, you know what? Just uh, lock things up. I'm
0: going to bed. And just trust them to not mess up. But I think if I was at somebody's house and the person who was hosting said, well, I'm going to bed, you guys... I would, I would be able to read the cue that it was <laughs> time for everybody to go home. Yeah. You and would I hope. Would, I wouldn't be offended by that. You would
2: hope. Yeah. Yeah, that people would pick up the hint. <laughs> and there would be those that don't. Those yeah. tone-deaf people that all of a sudden are in your house. You're in bed laying there. You can
0: hear hooting and hollering going on downstairs. You can hear them looking through your cupboards. How about you? How do you get people out of your house at the end of the party? Feel free to share. I mean, maybe you're the blunt person that just says get out.
1: This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Somebody said I start cleaning when I want people to leave. If they don't get the hint, the vacuum comes out. Oh, you start vacuuming around them. Nothing like 3 o'clock
2: in the morning, everyone's got a wicked buzz going and you break out the vacuum cleaner.
0: Madison says, I tell everyone, find a place to sleep or get out. Then I turn all the lights off within 30 minutes. No, you don't. Madison, do you really? No, you don't. You've never done that once. That's what you do in your head. Oh, yeah, yeah, in your head. Yeah, you've never once a get out and turn out the lights. That's never happened. I'm calling BS on that one. Uh, Somebody else says, we established a joke within our friend group when we hosted a a party at our house. There was a go home by nine rule. Oh, wow. Then we found a banner that we can hang that says go home by nine. And we put that out now. (laughs) That's from Wade. You have a banner that says go home by nine? That's nice. Nine seems...
2: A, a little early A bit early for a house party But I, I appreciate yeah. it I appreciate it
0: Well you know like If you're having a house party On a Tuesday night And you go to work The next morning Yeah everybody out by 9 That's fine But if it's a Saturday night And everybody's off The next day Maybe push that to 10.30 How about you?
2: Someone says Nothing wrong with telling people What time the party ends and Then expecting them to leave Well yeah but What if they don't? Yeah What if the party's just Shifting into another gear?
0: <laughs> that's a grown up thing To do by the way like, that's actually how you can tell you're officially a boring adult now, is when you send a party. First of all, you send a party invite, and it's got a start and an end time on it. Yeah. That's how you know you've kind of crossed the threshold. Yeah, and the end time is like 10, 10 p.m. <laughs> I, I I appreciate it. Uh, somebody said, I like post-vacation, Bryce. He's spicy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a hot little tamale, isn't he? <laughs> you're
1: listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Yesterday after, I'm working my way through my uh, soup advent calendar. Uh-huh. And yesterday I was having a, uh, God, oh, a uh, tomato bisque. Okay, sure. And I got some crackers out, the saltines, and then I, I put some in my tomato bisque. As one does. But then I had a couple of leftovers and I thought, I'm going to catch up these babies up. So I put a little squirt of ketchup on each saltine. And then I just posted sometimes when I'm alone dot 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 in a picture of my ketchup crackers. Uh, you shared that on the Sonic Facebook page this morning. Not one single positive comment. Not one. Yeah, and this Not- is really
2: you're mind blown that people aren't on board with ketchup th- on saltines.
0: I thought everybody did that from time to time. No. Like, you don't serve that to company when they come over for a... (laughs) That'd be something. (laughs) Yeah, Christmas
2: time, we have the chicken cheese ball and we have the ketchup crackers.
0: Yeah, right next to the Wonder Bread balls, where you tear the crust off a piece of Wonder Bread and you roll it up into the palm of your hand and pop that in your mouth. Have some
2: spinach artichoke dip or ketchup on
0: saltines. So, and to the people who are texting or posting comments like, oh, this is so sad, or, or I feel bad for you. Why do you, why do you feel bad for me? It makes me happy. I don't care. I'm not. It's not like I'm destitute, and this is all I can eat. Maybe that's what they think. Maybe, Maybe. they think that you've fallen on hard times, and uh, hmm. that was dinner. Somebody said, "Do what makes you happy." I enjoy a saltine cheese whiz sandwich, where you squish the crackers together, and the cheese whiz comes out the holes in the crackers like little worms. Yeah, little cheese worms. I would do that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think they sell Ritz crackers like that.
0: Yeah, I think they do. Huh. Anyway, speaking of uh, holiday entertaining, God, I can't wait till I host the party with Wonder, Wonder Bread balls and ketchup crackers. Oh, yeah. I'm busy that day, by the way. Are you? Oh, yeah. We were, uh, we were discussing... There's always people... You have people over, and there's just typically a handful of people that don't know when the party's over. Like, how do you let them know that the party's over and it's time to move on? Like, do you do the... Uh, I gotta be up early like the exaggerated stretch, the look at your imaginary watch. Do you all, flick the lights on and off? All these
2: show-offs that are just like, I just tell them to leave. Mm. I just tell them that the party's over. I'm uh, not that brave. So yeah, I'm all I'm a fake yawner.
0: Yeah. And looking at the clock. <laughs> oh, 1 a.m. already, unbelievable. Uh. My dad used to say... This is a text. My dad used to say at their parties, for those that are staying, I'll show you to your room. For those that are leaving, I'll show you to the door. Ooh. Oh, this one. You and I both kind of marveled at this one. This is next level. Yeah. We threw a housewarming party when we first moved into our new place. Typically, we make breakfast for anyone who stays overnight. Get up around 9 a.m. after a party. Breakfast is ready by 10.30. Typically, people will leave after the complimentary breakfast due to having to do things in their own life. I once had a buddy buddy sleep until four in the afternoon. So by 1 p.m., I ate his portion of breakfast. When he got up, without asking, he decided to rummage through our pantry and fridge asking if we have any food. (sighs) I feel at this point of the party, it was over and our obligation was none. Thoughts? Yeah, I feel like your obligation Ended the night before I would never let someone sleep in Until 4pm In no, my
2: house No, Because I, I agree, typically you assume they're gonna wake up Pretty early and be on their merry way
0: And that's good of you to give people The option to spend the night you Yeah, know? Yeah. sure So, But you don't even owe them breakfast
2: No, and for someone to use and abuse that stay <laughs> Sleep till 4, then go through your
0: stuff Oh yeah. boy So anyway, we um you and I were reading this text backstage. They texted back again. And they said, best part was he actually tried to wait us out to see if we would make him dinner while he was there. And to top it off, he took a 35-minute speaker phone call while we were trying to watch a movie and told, it's, told us it's okay. We still played it while he was on the phone in the same room. No, that's somebody who... Yeah, you need a new friend. Yeah, kick that friend to the curb. Not only disinvite him from future parties, disinvite him from your life. Yeah. You don't
2: need a person like that.
1: This is the Garner Andrew Show
0: with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We got this text. We hosted a party once when our baby was only about nine months old. We were exhausted and told our guests that we were going to bed, but they were welcome to stay and just let themselves out. We woke up in the morning. Not only had they cleaned the place up, they installed the baby gates that were just leaning against the wall in boxes. I should have left our new bathroom sink outside the bathroom door. Maybe they would have installed that too. Blame. <laughs> well, I guess if you've got handy friends, yeah, why not?
2: Yeah, yeah. They better be handy, otherwise your sink will be ruined. But that goes back to because that was kind of brought up before because that's what Martha Stewart does.
0: Yeah, like, she's let yourselves out. I'm going to bed. Set the alarm. And I, there's no one in my life
2: that I would trust. Like, I'm gonna go to bed. I'll trust you to land this plane.
0: What about me? Like, if it was me, you, you wouldn't trust me to? I don't think so. Wow. Well, wow.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're at the bottom of the list. Wow, just hurling truth bombs <laughs> in my direction here. And I wouldn't expect you to trust me. <laughs> but like, I, hey.
0: But you know what, Bryce? I
2: would. Would you turn off all the lights and lock all the doors? <laughs> like, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, I don't trust people who would do it to my satisfaction. Do you think I'd go through your filing cabinet? Or I'd wake up at 4 a.m. and the back door be wide open. <laughs> murderers come inside because the door
0: Oh, you don't want the murderers because they're roaming. That's 4 o'clock in the morning. The murderers are just roaming the streets. That's the murder hour. Uh, Tara, trying to end a party? After all the usual hints don't work, my then-roommate and I started brushing our teeth in front of the dude who wasn't leaving. It finally worked. Oh, Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Like one guy left. Oh,
2: Uh. some people just can't take hints. And so you just have to get to the point where you brush your teeth in
0: front of them. Put on your uh, sleep gown with that cap. Oh, yeah. And the little candlestick and the candlestick on the little holder thing. You've already done your skincare routine. Yeah. Brushed your hair a hundred times. My husband's grandma would always grab people's coats and say, well, it's been nice seeing you. But only a grandma can pull that off Yeah Like it's kind of charming in a way It'd be pushy if I did it Yeah It's endearing if a grandma does it Yeah it would be reflected in my Yelp review (laughs) If you did it
1: It's the Gunner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast
0: We've been discussing on the show this morning How do you let people know it's The party's over and it's time for them to go home Or do you? Several people are like No I'll ride that thing all night long But you can't always do that. Sometimes you're just exhausted, right? And sometimes the parties run out of steam. But there are always those people who don't really recognize the signs that the party is now officially on life support. Uh, Wayne texted, or Wade texted and said, my mom, bless her heart, would tell us it's time for us to go home. They like to turn in early. Kind of blunt, but I appreciate the way your mom operates or operated. Somebody else said, I'm grateful our friend group is at an age now where everyone leaves at a reasonable time, by 11 at the latest, or even earlier. And when we want to leave, we just say, we're going home so we can watch some TV before bed. Back in the day, I'd just go to bed and leave my husband to deal with the residuals. Nice.
1: You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast.
0: Uh, Bryce Kelly question. Do you have the Christmas spirit yet? I know before you went away on vacation, not so much. Still not not so
2: much. It's up a bit. You know, I put the tree up. Okay. It's up. The snow on the ground helps. But for some reason, I look at the calendar and we're less than two weeks
0: away. And I'm flabbergasted. Have you done any Christmas shopping? Zero. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Actually, we talked about this in the podcast, didn't we? That for the first time... It ever my beautiful beautiful bride and I had a discussion about three weeks ago, and we're not buying each other gifts this year. Mm. It kind of breaks my heart a little bit, but at the same time, it's like it's just turned into work. I don't know what to get her. She doesn't know what to get me. But I have a feeling that she's been shopping for me. So now, what do I do? Oh yeah, no, this is uh, this is the nightmare scenario. Yeah, is what it is. Because like, you know what happened the other day? We were walking to her car. She was probably 30 seconds behind me because she stopped to talk to somebody and I had her car key. And as I got close to her car, I popped the, the hatch thing on the back, like from the remote, and I hear her yelling at me, Don't look in there! Don't look in there! So I had to close it immediately. What's in there that I wasn't supposed to see? This is the nightmare.
2: I know Because yeah you do not want Christmas day to roll around She's like I know we said no gifts And then Uh, she hands you something and you got nothing Yes All of a sudden you're pulling something out of the pantry Yeah here's some soup Here's some Cheerios (laughs) Here's a handful of Cheerios Worst thing that could ever happen I know what do you do in this case though Like do I have something
0: on standby
2: It's almost like yeah you need a couple things Yeah Just hidden away And if she does get you something Give her the Actually and if she doesn't Get you anything Then you give her Those presents anyway ah,
1: Make her
0: feel bad That Double passive down. Yeah that's oh. the Christmas season baby yeah. Wow Bryce Kelly Good at passive aggressive Christmas gift giving Yeah
2: huh. My best girl then Came to me mm-hmm. And we've been together Far Less time than you And your blushing bride Yeah She's like Should we get each other Gifts this year I don't even know What to do So instead I think We're gonna pool our money Okay. And get something together. Yeah. Perhaps a really fancy popcorn maker.
0: Ooh! Oh! See, one of those like that thing we have here. Yeah. That you'll you think you're gonna use. It's like one of those movie theater style popcorn machines, and you think, ah, we're gonna use this all. But it's one of those things you never end up using. Or the first time you burn the popcorn, and then your house stinks for a month. Then you never use it again. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Woo! Merry Christmas. (laughs) I don't know. I got a lot of thinking to do. I'm not sure. What is,
1: what's in the trunk of her car that I wasn't supposed to see? (sighs) Am I getting a PS5? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Same music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.